Welcome aboard, everybody. It is 10 a.m., and we are here for the party. Always a party. It's Kenny's Corner. My name is Kenny Graves. And I'm Julie Peters. And that was Gretchen Wilson. Yes. Most of our holidays observances, I couldn't find a good song to go with any of them. Yeah, so, so. I just figured we're here for the party, Julie. That's right. We're I, here for it. What She needs to come back. She really does. I'd like I, to I tried to reach out to her. I'd like to get an interview. Yeah, I haven't I'd, had any luck yet. I'd like to hear from her again. Yeah, because she had that big year, yes, and then she, she slowly did. just kind of went away. Yeah. So I, I'm not sure, but hopefully she seems to be doing well, Yeah, but maybe uh, yeah, she's songwriting, but I'd like to hear more from her. She had a, a cool style with her music. Yeah, I loved it. I was very cool with that, too. Uh, but we've got, got some fun stuff on the way. Three segments for you here today, and this is the time where we just let our hair down, so to speak, and uh, instead of being... Mr. Radio Guy. I'm and just, I'm just Business Kenny. Barbie. And Business Barbie. Yeah. We're just Kenny and Julie for a little while. Yeah. So it's, it's a nice little change of pace, and this is the one time you get to kind of hear us just cut loose and just be ourselves. Yes. I want to leave with this, Julie, because it floored me. Oh, wow. I'm like, how is this even possible? Wow. Okay, here is the headline. Ohio couple born on the same day welcome twins on their birthday. Whoa. What are the odds that you meet somebody, right? You fall in love. Yeah. You get pregnant. You have babies. You already, the two of you already share a birthday. Yes. And your twin babies are born on your birthday. That is astronomical. That is. is. Ohio couple Sierra Blair and fiance Jose Irvin shared the same August 18th birthday. Oh, wow. And now so do their newborn twins. The fraternal twins were born shortly after the stroke of midnight at Cleveland Clinic Hillcrest Hospital with Jose Irvin III arriving at 12.35 a.m., just one minute before sister Aria Lynette Irvin at 12.36. This time last year, the Cleveland couple never imagined this was how they'd be spending their shared birthday. In fact, they had not even met yet. Oh, wow. That's what I said. The two started seeing each other a few days after Blair turned 31 and Irvin turned 30 in 2022, which was on the 18th. Oh, wow. Very cool. But that's an astronomical chances. I don't know a mathematician, but if I did, I would want to find out and calculate what the odds are of that happening. Well, you know what? They should play the lottery. Or go to Vegas. Yeah. Absolutely, they should. Just like this man did from Maryland. He won a total of $750,000. He purchased 15 identical tickets for the same lottery drawing. Each one won him $50,000. He must have known something. I was going to say of the same number. One. I, I would never have thought to do that. And that could have been. Now, he could have accidentally hit the wrong button and printed 15 copies and not even meant to, but yes. then he won and was then like, then he won. I'm a genius. Oh, yeah, it worked. Yeah, it works. <laughs> that's, how, that's how I'd played off. I'm like, I meant to do that. Yeah, yeah, I totally meant to do that. But yeah, that's surely that had, because that would be a waste of money to play the same It's like this guy number. from the lottery and the one of the members of the married couple now yeah. from Cleveland, Ohio, may be related. They might be. That are both astronomical chances of that happening. Yeah. Your odds of winning uh, on a lottery anyway are very slim. And the fact that you actually had 15 copies of that particular set of numbers? Yeah. Man. Because I know people that will play the numbers several drawings. They'll play like a certain set of numbers, but they'll play it for several drawings, mm-hmm. different drawings. But I've never heard of that. 
That so. is wild. That is wild. That's a, interesting. Now you got my, my curiosity is peaked. Know, right? That's the way to start off the show today. That's right. Uh, they say over half of adults are foodies. Are you a foodie? I you, am when it when it wants to be nice to me, but yeah. When, like when you're able to eat. Yeah, I like, like food. Like yeah. food. I like, kind of like, I like being a foodie, okay? Uh, a survey found that over half of adults, 56%, consider themselves a foodie. Now, if you're listening and saying, what exactly is that? Well, being a self-described foodie means that you like to try new foods, want to learn more about the origins of foods, and can cook a quality meal. Well, back in the day, we used to call those people overweight, but I guess foodies <laughs> is more trendy. It is. It's very much, it sounds much better. And, but I notice now the fancier the food, the smaller the portion. Yes. And the more expensive the food, yes. the smaller the portion. Like you get that one bite on it looks like a cracker. Yeah. Seventy five dollars. I don't. I don't know how that works. And I don't. Tasting things is okay. I like to try new things, but I don't want to necessarily go anywhere and pay a bunch of money to pay for something that I'm not a hundred percent sure I'm going to like. Very true. Yeah. Unless I'm on a ship. Yeah. If you're on a cruise. You can order it and say, I may or may not like this. I, this is not my final selection, but I want to try it. Yeah. I tried uh, ox tongue. How was it? I would not order it and pay out of my pocket. It was okay. Yeah. I wanted to try it. And it was a small portion. Yeah. So me and Lane shared it. Yeah. But uh, no, I found other things I really liked. Ox tongue is not something I would put on my wish list for a, a meal. Yeah. I'm thinking, I don't know that I want to lick something that could lick me first. <laughs> I'm thinking, I, I just don't know about that. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, we don't uh, we don't really cover much of what we're going to talk about on the air. We, yeah, just we don't kinda, have production meetings. No, not we really. We just kind of let it rip. And <laughs> yeah. You caught me off guard with that. That's good. I love it when I can catch you like that. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Whew. I try not to say anything to embarrass myself or get me uh, uh, the dump button. Yeah, know. yeah, you don't want that. Watch the colorful language, but that was funny. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Um, most of us are procrastinators, but we can talk about that later. Yeah. Um, <laughs> while, I, while I'm on a roll here. Chili's on a roll Yeah. Today. Uh, take heart in this. Almost all of us are on-the-job procrastinators. Okay, I may not be in that category. And it's estimated that 90% of college students procrastinate. Why? We've created the perfect environment for procrastination with lots of distractions that include social media, email, and streaming videos. Now it's easy to look busy while putting off doing what we really should be doing. Look, squirrel. Squirrel. A yeah. shiny object. Yeah, the shiny objects get me every time. I try, I'm a bad procrastinator at home. I'm, I'm, I'm terrible, and I need to work on that. I try not to be that way at work because yeah. there's always stuff I've got to get done. I was going to say, yeah. But at home, yeah, I'm bad. I'm a bad procrastinator. I am. I am not a procrastinator, and I maybe I need to be a little bit of one. You need to maybe indulge a little once in a while. Yeah, and once in a while. The worst American city to drive in. Everybody seems to have Houston, Texas. <laughs> everybody, College Station's not far behind, not far in behind. my estimation. Yeah. I've been a lot of places. Atlanta, Georgia was no peach either. Just <laughs> Peach, Georgia. We are like on that. a roll today. Well, you think the traffic around here can get bad. According to the National Highway Safety Administration, the worst city in the country to drive in is New York. No surprise there. Yeah. Followed closely by Houston, yeah. San Francisco, Boston, and Fairbanks, Alaska. Fairbanks, Fairbanks, Alaska. Alaska. Are the are the moose up there bad drivers? I was going to say, I'm guessing so. 
Okay. Like northern exposure. You know, they used to show that moose in the road. Yeah. I just wouldn't have pictured anything in Alaska being on that list. Yeah. A lot of big cities uh, I knew would be. Dallas-Fort Worth at times with construction can be a nightmare as well. But Houston, Houston is about as bad as it can get. So, of course, you know, we've talked we've had a heat wave. We're we're having this talking about the weather. The average adult spends the equivalent of four and a half months of their life talking about the weather. That amounts to almost 10 minutes a day or an hour each week. Well, you and I talk about the weather daily. As I was thinking us and Andre and back Andre, in the day. Andre's still doing it down yeah, in Houston. Yeah, still doing it. That's a good chunk of his life is yeah. talking weather. And on top of that, the average adult will post six weather-related comments a month on social media and spend 11 minutes a week checking the forecast. Nearly 50% of respondents admit that talking about the weather is their go-to subject when making small talk. Yeah, I see a lot of people do that. And I actually posted something about the weather. We had some raindrops on my oh, windshield. Yes. And because at your urging, I said, I need to do a reel, a video. Yes, you got to do it. So I did a little Facebook video short about yeah. the, showing my windshield that was barely got sprinkles on it. But enough, there was some enough rain. Enough to smudge the windshield. <laughs> <laughs> enough to make a mess. Yeah. That's about it. Okay, four-day work weeks are starting to gain support and get some traction. A new survey of Americans finds serious interest in a proposal to adopt a four-day work week as has been tried out in a number of companies and organizations around the world. I'm all for it. I always said, and a different, can't do it here in radio, yeah. but oil and gas and other industries I've worked in, working four tens and having three days off. Yeah, or nice. four twelves and get a little overtime and yeah. having three days off. Always better than working five eights. Yeah. Any day of the week. Uh, a UK experiment saw 56 of the 61 organizations that tried it kept it after the trial period. The company said the four-day work week resulted in higher employee satisfaction and higher revenue and probably uh, more production overall. And uh, better for morale, would be my guess. I think so, yeah. 87% of U.S. adults are very or somewhat interested in a four-day work week. When asked if they'd still be interested in a four-day week, even if it meant that remote work was never allowed, and 51% of Americans still backed it. Good. I, th- I, th- I think it would be good for folks that you know have normal jobs because, you know what, it saves you money in the long run because if you're a parent of a toddler – and you're off one extra day during the week, yeah. you know what? That baby doesn't have to go to daycare. Yeah, you can save a little money. You can save a little, or doesn't have to go to a babysitter. You yeah. can save a little bit of money in the end. And a three-day break, sometimes two is not quite enough. No. You've got stuff to do, family yes. responsibilities, sports with kids, yes. things like that. An extra day just to kind of get your peace of mind priceless, as yeah. the old commercial used to say. I think it would be good. A lot uh, of school, or there's some schools doing it. Well, yeah, the schools too, but the only problem there is with young kids. Then That's you're, hard. you're having to yeah. go out money because yeah. you, if you have a young child and you're at work, you, you got to find pay, somewhere for them to, to go. You have to pay money to have them taken care of while you're at work. Yeah. That's but, true. Uh, you want to save the rest for the next break? Sure. All right, we'll come back. We'll get into music right now. How about we kick it off here? One I know you like, Julie. Garth Brooks and the Possum George Jones together from 2000. It's called B W E R U N. On Willie. 
Where the Legends Play, Willie, 1550, 98.7. That was Keith Whitley with a top 10 hit from 1986, Hard Living. Right as he was starting to become a, a big name. That's great video for that one, too. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. It's Kenny's Corner. My name is Kenny Graves. And I'm Julie Peters. And more fun stuff to talk about. We tell you every week, we just never know what we're going to find. Just like no. the proverbial uh, box of chocolates with Forrest Gump. You never know what you're going to get. Nope, you don't. All right, business Barbie. <laughs> How far will drive for food? I've been guilty of this many times in my life. It's something I don't mind doing. The average adult will drive out of their way for a good meal. According to a survey, the average American is willing to drive 36 miles out of the way just to get good food. The survey was conducted by Bush's Beans. I like the dog in those commercials, yes. by the way. But I'm not sure if I drive that far for beans. Here's the thing, though. We'll drive 36 miles for food, but ask someone to walk to the mailbox, and suddenly it's an Olympic sport. For real. <laughs> for I, real. I've been known many, many times to drive an hour or even more for a certain place I just had a craving to eat at. Oh, yes, definitely. Not, that's not an issue. Yeah. And, it, I mean, think about it. If you live in Houston, you can drive an hour and still be in Houston. <laughs> Very true. So, and the traffic's terrible. Yes. But, um, mm. So, yeah, women in their shoes. Everybody talks about women in shoes. I personally am not a shoe person. That's not my thing. The average woman owns 20 pairs of shoes, but 20. only wears, I know, 20. 20? 20. But only wears five of them. Well, I only wear two because I only have two feet. <laughs> um, that's why. <laughs> oh, my God. Got him again. Wow. I don't know. And it, I, that's always been my philosophy is I don't know why people want so many shoes you can only wear two at a time. Well, instead of just business Barbie, I'm going to start calling you Quick Draw today. <laughs> quick, quick Draw. Quick Draw Peters. That's right. But only wears five of them, according to a survey. 90% of women say they have a pair that they that's never left the closet. I believe that. Why? The top reasons are they're too uncomfortable, they have an impractical heel, they don't match any outfits, they're too expensive to damage. Why then buy why them? Why buy them? Because the same thought. Or why? they were an unwanted gift. I would never yeah. buy anybody's shoes unless they specifically ask for a specific pair. Yeah, but if you get one as a gift, obviously you don't want to part with it in case they ever ask. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's... I always thought it'd be rude. I, I, what is the time frame? If somebody gives you something, Randy, if somebody gives Randy a tie and it's just absolutely ugly, he knows he's never going to wear it, but you're trying to thin out everything you got. Yes. How long do you need to keep something as a gift? Is it five years? I don't know. And then you can discard it? Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. Something to ponder for next week. That's right. I like it. How many Americans have air conditioning? I hope all of them. We're in Texas. You Everybody know, should have it. This summer has been crazy. It says, uh, more than you might think have air conditioning. I'm like you. Yeah, I would think everybody. But a whopping 88% of homes in the U.S. have AC units. In contrast, only 20% of European homes have air conditioning. Thing is, if you live in North Dakota, what is your real need for AC? Yeah. It's not great. It's not like it is down here, I'll tell you that much. Yes. Now, they need heaters. Yes. <laughs> But it says air conditioning. Uh, this is due to several factors, including higher electricity costs, uh, lower average incomes in some parts of Europe, and the fact that Europe is more northern and generally not as warm as the U.S. For a long time, Europeans have viewed our love for A.C. as wasteful and unhealthy, but this year's sweltering temperatures have seen A.C. purchases skyrocket in France and the U.K. Anybody that thinks it's a just a luxury... 
welcome to come down here yes. to Grimes County huh, yes. for about a week and work outside every day. Yes. And let me know that how easy it is to get by without air conditioning. Well, it's funny you say that. Hannah went to France, and she said she was so ready to come back to air-conditioned buildings, even though it wasn't that hot there. I mean, it wasn't like a yeah, heat but the wave people, like here. The people don't really shower much there, I'm yeah. just saying. Yeah, she was ready to get back to AC and ice and drinks. They don't have ice in their drinks? But Europeans, for, as a general rule, do not put ice in drinks. Wow. Yeah. Now, I know about warm beer and hot beer and yeah, all and that. Yeah, and all that, and the Germans, yeah. but, but And they don't have sweet tea. Oh, yeah, and that's terrible. That's, that's terrible. That, as Charles, Charles Barkley would say, that's, ter- that's, ter- that's terrible. That's terrible. <laughs> but yeah. So, and your left ear, now this is, I, okay, so I have, my son swears that when he, he's like, when people talk about being built different, he's like, Mama, you are really built different. He's like, you love the heat, you you can hear things that nobody else hears. And you can smell things that nobody else smells, which that could, I don't know, that's a weird thing. You'd make a good hunting dog. I would, but I can't, now I can't <laughs> see. If I have my contacts out or not my glasses on, we're in trouble. A new study from neuroscientists in Switzerland reveals that positive human sounds, like laughter, have a stronger impact when you hear it in your left ear. Hmm. That must be the good ear. <laughs> No, the study conducted brain imaging scans, which showed maximum brain activation when vocalizations came from the left side. So the next time someone starts to tell a joke, have them speak into your left ear and tell them that's your funny side. Da da. Or like tell it that's tell it in my good ear. <laughs> tell it in my yeah. yeah. I've, heard, I've heard that. You heard people my say good that. Ear. Yeah. Uh, air guitar world championships. Did not know this was a thing. Oh wow. I'm an air guitar champion myself. How fun. I'm an air guitar master. How fun. But the Air Guitar World Championships are now underway in Oulu, Finland. I'm hoping I said that right. It's O-U-L-U. Oulu? Yeah. We're going to go with that. We'll go with that. Contestants around the world bring their best air guitar talents to the stage with their invisible instruments. The Air Guitar World Championships has been around since 1996, and it runs through tomorrow. Oh, wow. (laughs) I wonder if... What do you do if you win that? Does that go on the resume? Is there is there a prize? Do you go on tour? I mean, what what's oh, the next yeah, step? Oh yeah, go on tour, at air guitar tour. Can you be a professional air guitar player? I guess so. I mean, I, I'm not that musically inclined. I had friends in a band. I told them I was happy to come on stage and play the triangle. Sure, I could do that. Or the air tambourine guitar. or air, air guitar. Yeah, yeah I, I may have to pitch that to him again. Yeah, see how it goes. And. Photos of your kids. So, you know, school started and we had this big rush of, oh, first day of school, you know. Um, <laughs> and I'm guilty. It's tradition. It is. It's tradition. And I'm guilty. I did it, too. I made him do it. He didn't like it, but too bad. They never do. Yeah. I'm the boss. Um, a lot of parents take pictures of their kids on the first day of school, but there are other times that you should take their pictures. And this is good information. Take a picture of your children before heading to the beach or amusement or amusement park if you get separated, you'll be able to show a very recent photo of the kid wearing that day's outfit. Well, that's smart. That's very smart. Smart, yeah. And then this is a little bit creepy. Also, write your phone number in Sharpie somewhere on your child's body. Wouldn't re- That wouldn't probably be for your son. No. This is for toddlers. Yeah. Um, well, no, even for him, he doesn't know my phone number. Because <laughs> I'm mama in his phone. God, that's true. Nobody knows phone Nobody numbers Nobody knows anymore. phone numbers anymore. True. Um, 
that way, if you get separated and you, they need to tell a worker and that, you know, mommy and daddy's phone number is on them. And before you go hiking, send a photo of your current self and a trail marker before you head out. That's smart. That's smart. I've lost a truck before when I went to, I borrowed my son's truck to go to a NASCAR race. Right after me and Lane met, I mean, this is early, early within a couple of months. <laughs> so I'm driving my son's truck. I've never driven it before. It's not my truck. Forgot, I think I had to loan mine out. But I got there, met my daughter and son-in-law, had a great time, race is over, I go out, and I think I know where I parked. And I'm looking around, and it's of course, there's 100,000 people there. Yes. And I can't find the truck. And I don't panic. I'm like, I'm just in the wrong spot. So I keep walking. <laughs> and you keep walking. And I keep walking. <laughs> and you and keep, I keep walking. And I'm talking about eight hours. Wow. And I have not found this truck because I know what gate I met her at. Uh-huh. And I'm positive I know exactly what gate I met her at. Well, the thing was, I didn't park at that gate. No, you didn't. And I'd forgot. I'd parked way down, way <laughs> half a mile down yes. and walked over because it was crowded. And I've learned now, even at Walmart, for instance, if it's a big one, yes. big parking lot, yes. when I get out, I take a picture of the aisle oh, or something wow. or a picture of wherever I'm going in, an okay. event, for I can see where I'm at, what view I have when I'm getting out of my truck. So that never, ever happens again. Plus, I thought somebody had taken my son's truck. I was I was sideways. But, yeah, you were probably And panicked. I was very tired driving home from Fort Worth. I'm, I'm just sure going to say were. the next morning. And but that, I, that involved zero alcohol, by uh, the way. Yeah, I was going to say, that was, that's just being confused. That was just walking around. Yeah. My feet were killing me. But that's an embarrassing, embarrassing story. Well, not really. I mean, if you can get really turned around, you know, if, you, if you're not familiar with where you are. Well, I did the hokey pokey and turned around and around <laughs> and around. And, that, and that's what it's all about, you know. It was that night. It was <laughs> not fun. But I got a list here of the most dangerous jobs. Uh, the Bureau of Labor Statistics National Census of Fatal Occupational Injuries shows that there are around 4,000 fatal injuries on the job each year. Oh, wow. The BLS says the most dangerous professions in America are loggers. My dad was a logger Definitely, when I was little. Definitely, yes. Fishing workers, aircraft pilots, roofers, and recyclable material collectors. Oh, wow. Wow. Do they get caught in the can crushers or what? <laughs> they could. That's a, yeah. Well, you know, I always heard it was in the fishing industry. What was that show that got so popular about the guys that had the big TV series? The deadliest, ca- deadliest Catch. catch. Yeah, that's yeah what I always heard that was the most dangerous job you could have. So, uh, Well, you know, for a while, convenience store clerks was a pretty dangerous job. It can be a shooting gallery. You yeah, gotta I was watch say, out. That could be bad. But now that people kind of can handle their own, I think people, if you got a good owner and you're working there, say, and they, yeah, you, there's a sawed-off yeah, shotgun you think, under there. You, you can might think yourself. twice about doing that. And plus, there's cameras everywhere now, so they know. How is it we got all these great cameras for doorbells and everything else? But you go to an Easy Mart or something, it still looks grainy. Yeah, and they have really poor quality cameras. That's a good question. Everywhere else, you got game trail cameras that are like HD. Yes, but you still you get these grainy, grainy, terrible looking videos in the convenience stores. That's a good question. I watch enough cop shows. I've seen. <laughs> yeah, I like to play on my neighbor's ring doorbell. I go across the street and say random stuff and run off. Well, next time you do it, say, "Nacy, Kenny says hi too." Yeah, I'll tell her that. All She'll right. probably post it. <laughs> We'll jump into some music then, unless you had something else. Um, 
I can tell you uh, after this how to marry a man who helps out. That'll be our next one because yep. you've got one, I'm that sure. I sure do. We'll go ahead and take it. Toby Keith for you right now. A number one from 1999, How Do You Like Me Now on Willie. Where the Legends Play, Willie 1550, 98.7. That was a number one hit in 1989 for Clint Black, Killing Time. Yeah, it became his second number one hit, and he had what, five off of that album. Oh, yeah. It'd be crazy, it'd be a crazy big album for him. Hello, everybody. It's the third and final installment of Kenny's Corner today. We do appreciate you tuning in and hanging out with us. Always a good time. Uh, my name's Kenny Graves. And I'm Julie Peters. And you gave me a good tease on a, a story I'm excited to hear now. What you got? Yes. How to marry a man who helps out. What man do you need to choose? If you're looking for a man who's not afraid to do housework, marry a teacher. Huh. Here's why. A study found that guys who work in fields typically dominated by females do 25% more housework compared to men who work in male-dominated jobs. Stands to reason, I think. It does. It absolutely does. I need, well, I said, I was ex- wanted to hear this. I always look for advice to give to grandsons. Yes. I got one living with me, and I'm, you know, he's yeah. in high school now. So yeah. I'm always trying to pass on these tidbits that hopefully he retains down the road. Yes. All right. I don't know that he wants to be a teacher. No. So I don't think that's going to help him But much. he can still help He out can still him. pitch in. Yeah. I, I try to set an example that way. Yes. He, uh, this week, he asked me if I could show him how to iron. I said, oh, absolutely. One of my favorite pastimes. Oh, yeah, I like to iron. When I'm watching something like a good movie, I'm mm-hmm. just sitting there watching. I can iron at the same time. I said, well, we'll have fun. I'll, I'll show you. You'll never have to look wrinkled in your life. No. If you know how to iron. Mm-mm. So, okay. All right, Julie, I know you like your snacks. You like Oreos? Oh, yeah. Okay. I've got some outrageous Oreo flavors. Some may have went a step too far, but I just want to see with these. Have you tried it? If not, would you be interested in trying it? Okay. Okay. First one, Kentucky Fried Chicken in South Africa teamed up with Oreo to create the Kentucky Fried Oreos. They're battered Oreo cookies dunked in the deep fryer for a crisp exterior and a gooey center. Ew, that's a hard pass. Okay. In China right now, you can have wasabi Oreos. That's a hard pass too. Oh, I had a bad experience first time I had wasabi. Did you think it was guacamole? I, th- I thought uh-huh. it was an avocado something. Uh-huh. It, it was on a, a plate. I was having sushi, and there was a big glob on there, and I just went and took the bite. I thought that was like soft, creamy stuff. You know, it was going to be like avocado. It gets people every time. And my entire sinuses exploded. Uh-huh. I couldn't breathe. Tears out of my eyes. I couldn't see. It was terrible. It was like being sprayed with pepper spray. It was like being sprayed with bear spray. Yeah, it was bear bad. spray. I'm passing on the wasabi. I had a bad experience. Don't want to go down that road. Here's the next one. Uh, launched in the U.S. during the summer of 2022, this cookie was a combination of two icons, a Ritz cracker with peanut butter stacked on an Oreo with its traditional cream. Yeah, I'd do that. The salty, sweet thing. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, cinnamon bun. I'm not a big fan of cinnamon bun. Well, the cookies were like vanilla with cinnamon on there. And that would probably be okay. Uh, s'mores? Yeah, I would do that. I think we bought those. Either Heather or Elaine got them. Maybe Carly. But I know we've, we've had them at the house. How about cookie pop popcorn? Crunchy kernels of popcorn coated in Oreo pieces. No. Okay, a little out there. Uh, Brookie O. Brownie. 
It sounds good, and but I'm not a big brownie person, so. Maybe Randy? Yeah, he would probably like that. Okay. How about pumpkin spice cookies? It is that time of year now, apparently. Oh, my gosh. Everybody's starting to release pumpkin spice. So y'all know it's 110 outside, right? Yeah. And it's, it's not te- fall. It is technically not fall until September 20-something. Yeah. So they're getting ahead of their yeah, stuff. Yeah, no pumpkin, nothing. Yeah, I'm the same way. I do not like pumpkin. Mm-hmm. I don't like the taste. Uh, berry Burst Ice Cream. It's like a chocolate-covered strawberry in cookie form. Oh, yes. You down with that oh, one? Oh, I'm down with that. She's here for that one. They had one in 2013 that did not go over well. Watermelon. Uh, was it like the white? No, it was one part of it looked like uh, green, and one part was like pink. And so it like had the watermelon tasting. Yeah, but they said that the trouble was people love watermelon. They're yeah. used to it being very fresh, and yeah. this did not taste that way. So it didn't last very long. Uh, how about lemon? Yeah, that'd be good. Okay. Birthday cake? Oh, yeah. Gingerbread? No, don't do gingerbread. I mentioned this uh, during the morning show this morning. Banana split. It is National Banana Split That Day. would be yummy. Uh, root beer float? No, I don't like root beer. What? No, I don't like root beer. <sighs> I know. Uh, caramel coconut, which I'm assuming, yes. if you like Girl Scout cookies, the Samoas. It, the Samoas. Yes. Yeah. That would be a decent that one. That would be good. Cotton candy? Oh, yeah. Any of these you tried before? No, but I, I want them now. Uh, key lime pie? Oh, yes, definitely. Candy corn? That would probably be a no. That's a hard no for me. Mm. I hate candy corn. I like candy corn, but not like that. Red velvet? Oh, definitely. And I've had those, and those are good. Really? Okay. Yes. I have not. I, I like plain Oreos. but uh, Mocha caramel latte? Oh, that's hit or miss. Strawberry shortcake. Yes, I'd have that. I w- if I was going to have one, that would be the one I want because that's my favorite dessert. Yeah. Strawberry shortcake. Uh, marshmallow crispy, which is a lot like a, a Rice Krispie treat. Yes, I would have that. Uh, in China, you can get hot chicken wing. No, I'm good. You're going to pass <laughs> no, on the hot good. chicken wing Oreos. If I'm going to have a hot chicken wing, I'm going to eat a hot chicken wing. What about Swedish fish? Okay, those are those chewy gummy yeah, candies yeah, that nah, nobody likes no nah, i wouldn't like that okay well that's that's what they had on the list so i'm just gonna see a couple of them you tried red velvet you really like red velvet really a lot good. of those you're interested in trying the lemon's good too i've had the lemon okay okay you've, it's good you've had a little expertise yes. in this then mm-hmm. all right well you can roll up a something i like now. junk food so i'm sure everybody has probably already heard the news that um a very special baby was born at a tennessee zoo um this week and um, it was a giraffe born with no spots. I don't know what you equate that to, but all giraffes that I've ever seen, books, pictures, doesn't matter, even that drive through safaris, all have spots. All have spots. And it's a girl, and she doesn't have a name yet, but she's already made a big splash among her herd. She's a giraffe without patches. So she, the six-foot wonder, so she was born already six foot tall. I'm just like, wow, I can't even imagine that because I'm – short so um and without spots she was born and in the zoo and it's a privately owned facility and she made her public debut and she's she's a reticulated giraffe one of four giraffe species which i didn't realize there was four i didn't either i thought giraffes are giraffes um the zoo said she might be the only solid colored reticulated giraffe living anywhere on the planet huh the last spotless giraffe in captivity was likely a calf born in Tokyo in 1972. Wow, that's a long time ago. Yeah. 51 years ago. Yeah. So I was just like, wow. 
And underneath each spot is a sophisticated system of blood vessels um, on sustaining the growth of them. And they have 25-pound hearts. Jeez, 25 pounds. Yeah, I mean, you think you got to pump that blood along. Uh, I bet their you know, blood pressure has to be really high. I'm sure it is. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Yeah. It's a long way up It's to a the long brain. way up. But the funny thing is, is that they have the same amount of vertebrae in their necks as we do. Wow, really? Yeah, they do. They're just really big. I guess. So they're going to name, they have, uh, you can vote for her name. And um, among the four choices um, are, which in Swahili, uh, Kapiki, which means unique, which would be very fitting for her since she's very neat. And that's That's, a cute little name for a little girl, a little girl giraffe with no spots. Somebody's going to be on Mari. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that man giraffe. You are not the father. You are not the father. (laughs) (laughs) You're just on it today, girl. I don't know. I'm on a roll Oh, my gosh. You're just tearing me up. Uh, Typical restaurant meal. Here's, I found this fairly interesting. It's worth sharing. If you want to lose weight and keep it off. Now, I've had my issues. I'm not crazy heavy, but I'm I'm heavier than I want to be, mm-hmm. and I'm having an issue. I hit this glass floor, and I feel like I'm just stuck. This may help me. Uh, they said this will really help eat at home and eat normal food portions, but you may have to adjust your idea of what is normal. Portion distortion could be the number one reason we eat too much. A study found the typical restaurant meal of a salad, an entree with two sides and a dessert, plus a soft drink, has enough meal portions for three people, which may be why I weigh as a lot more than I want to. But think about that. Our portions may be just completely wrong. Well, they have changed because used to sodas came in. Now we have 20-ounce sodas. They didn't always come in 20-ounce. Like Things have come up you know, as time has gone on. But the portion distortion, why does that sound like an album for a rap, like a rap album? Portion distortion. That sounds like something the Beastie Boys would have come up with. Do that hashtag. Yeah, portion distortion. But they said a normal restaurant like that with the yeah. two sides and the entree and the salad. For Is three, it for three, three people? people? Wow. In my case, it would be. <laughs> I could eat on it for three days. Julie gets to order off the kid menu. I know. I want to. All right. You want to wind up? What else you got? So, um, Taylor Swift, you know, she's been in the news a lot, and everybody has either you love her or you hate her. A lot of Swifties out there. A lot of Swifties out there. And I like some of her stuff, you know. But um, wouldn't it be great ratings if she would play at the halftime Super Bowl? They huh. would. And they won't. The ratings are great anyway. Yeah, I was going to say. Nobody playing halftime makes the ratings of a Super Bowl go up. Yeah. It's the Super Bowl. It's already the most watched show on any network or that yeah. there is for the whole year. Exactly. Every year. Well, Taylor Swift has reportedly declined an offer to be the headlining act for the Super Bowl 58 halftime show. The NFL approached Swift to perform at the halftime show in Las Vegas, and it's not the first time she's turned down an offer for the Super Bowl halftime show. I don't know why she doesn't want to do that. No, no, don't care. They yeah, could, yeah. They need to put Chris Stapleton up there. Yeah. Or at the very least, make sure he sings the national anthem Every Super Bowl yes. until he's an old man. Yes. There's only two versions I ever want to hear of our national anthem, if yes. I had my druthers, it's Whitney Houston's version from 92 yes. and Chris Stapleton's version from January. Yes. Or February, whenever we had the Super Bowl. Yeah. That I tell you what. Gave me goosebumps every yes, time I hear every it. Every time. Gives me goosebumps. But yeah, Taylor Swift, yeah, okay, take it, don't yeah, take whatever. it. I don't care. Yeah. I'd rather have some country music on there because it's been 
20 years since we had country music on there. Yeah. You know, we actually have a lot of country fans that watch the Super Bowl. Just saying. Yeah, I was going to say, that Maybe is they true. Maybe they should know their audience. Okay. Boy, running long. One last thing here before we wind it up. We're streaming more. Not that I'm surprised. Are you watching your favorite shows by streaming? Probably so. Traditional TV viewing has dipped below 50% of all viewing for the first time ever. When it comes to streaming, YouTube is leading the way with 9.2% of that share, followed by Netflix with 8.5%. The next closest was Hulu with 3.6%, followed by Amazon Prime Video at 3.4%. Oh, wow. More than half of Americans now that watch are watching something other than network television. Well, that's not surprising, yeah. Well, you know, video killed the radio star. Streaming is killing... Everything. Everything. That's right. Yeah. Uh, everybody still wants their local news. That, yeah. That's my thing is I'd like to have a way to be able to stream anytime. Yes. And catch KBTX's app is great for that. Yeah. Because uh, that's what I watch to find out what's going on. Yes. Uh, so, you know, that's it. But that's about all the network stuff I watch. Yeah. And Definitely. To be continued. All right. That's going to wind it down for us. Julie, a great to have you in. Busy woman. Business Barbie. Yeah, business Quick Barbie. draw, Peters. <laughs> Uh, been in with me for the morning show and Kenny's Corner. She's going to take a breather. She'll be in during the noon hour with Navasota News. I've got Rachel Walker, the Grimes County Elections Administrator, headed your way at the top of the hour to talk about all these amendments that are on the ballot coming up in November, which will be here a lot quicker than you think. And these may seem like boring things, but these are the things that will affect your day-to-day life, not only as an American, but as someone here in this part of Texas the agriculture industry affects everything for everybody here. Yes, it is here. a trickle-down thing. And so they, you, this might get lost in the minutia, but we're going to try to break that down and explain what some of these things are for so you'll know to make sure and remind yourself to get out and vote in November for these things. Yes. This, are, this is an important election, even though there's no big races going on. Mm-hmm. So that's coming up at the top of the hour. Julie, like I said, she'll be in during the noon hour and again this afternoon during the 5 o'clock hour. So be sure to tune in with her. Otherwise, everybody, have a great one. We appreciate you listening local. And thank you, as always, for being a, a friend, friend of Willie. Willie.